Well, they decided to take this one, like Hunger Games, and really, uh, make me wait for it, huh? So I guess I had to be forced to make this intro. So, uh, yeah, here it is. The thrilling conclusion of the Sanatorium. step out into the cool night air and um, make a make a beeline towards the, the road leading away from the sanatorium and down back down towards the beach. Uh, you come once more to the familiar cobblestone steps uh, carved into the rock leading down to the, the dock. And as you get close, you can see that there does appear to be uh, some fresh blood on the dock. Oh boy, I guess. But uh, that's what the did. Yeah, yeah. You can uh, you can either continue. Can you can so you know you you take that all in. Uh, it's you know kind of like a large pool of it glinting in the moonlight. Um, you see no sign of of your ship um, at the dock itself. Um, but uh, looking out along the beach, you see kind of stretching up towards the moon, this, like, skeleton husk of steel and wreckage that uh, it appears as though the boat has been scuttled along the rocky shore. Um, mm, great. But, uh, yeah, but uh, you do find plenty of stones as well uh, as the water washes them up onto the beach. Could, could, I, could we do a listen check to see if any of us can hear anything other than what we should be hearing like like just because we don't see anything might we if if it's i'm kind of wondering if we hear any beasts you know or or living beings near us because it would be kind of interesting to go to the docks to check out the body but if it's so fresh that maybe something's over there i'd like to try to see if we can hear heavy breathing uh or okay you know walking on the dock or anything like that um sure uh give me listen rolls anybody who would like um, i've sucked at it before but why not again <laughs> uh i passed i failed okay i also failed um you don't hear any sound but the gentle repeated lapping of the waves crashing against the shore um you don't really there's nothing you don't hear any anything that seems out of place so these stones is there like mechanics for them uh like uh, clearly i would like to make some but yeah from from the way yeah. that anephis described the the procedure to you the process and the way that her people used them um there is inherent inherent power in the magics um she gave you you know some lines of ancient egyptian to speak um which you know will We'll say you were able to write down and kind of take to heart, and you know. So basically, w words of power to be uttered whilst engraving the stones, and then, but but, but once their creation is completed and the the elder signs um, written on them, 
Uh, she says all that's required is that you hold them before the creatures to drive them back. She says they fear them and will not um, will not touch the stones. So do we need to like make one a piece or should we be making like bags oh, full? I, I would make at least one a piece. I don't know. Like, does she give any indication that like they're one time use? consumable um, or are they multi-use it sounds as though once imbued with the power of the ritual and the words they will just continue to be a threat to the creature um although it does sound like you know it's kind of got to be something you carry with you so yeah she would have known all about the stones and their use so yeah, so one of information she would have given you yeah so yeah, maybe we go to the the we we skip the dock for right now. Make Let's these first. Get the stones and then go to the dock. Sounds good to me. Cool. All right. So you guys make the stone process. Is there a beach we can head for. What's that? Oh, I was gonna. You you skipped it, but I was gonna say, is there a beach we could head to? Yes. Yeah, there is. Um, so you, I mean, it's basically, it's, it's like kind of right along the docks. Like if you, you go off to the side there, you do, uh, you do unfortunately have to step over the poor body of Ebenezer, um, as you do so. So go ahead and, uh, give me a quick sanity roll for that. <laughs> oh, I succeeded. Uh, me too. I did as well, but I think that hit puts me at the five points. I also succeeded. Um, it's five and one go. Yeah, right? in, a sing, one. yeah in a single roll, or if you lose more than half of your starting sanity, some bad shit happens in a single session. Um, which this okay. all kind of counts. So if you haven't lost, so I lose one one thing of sanity, even though I have reduced sanity loss and passed. So if I fail, I lose one sanity. I was going to say, pass, I lose for this sanity, particular so. for this particular death, if you if you were successful, anyone who is successful don't take any sanity damage um, for this one. It's not a oh, okay. like it's not a particularly. I mean, by the standards of what you've seen so far tonight and everything you've uncovered, <laughs> this is not a, a particularly horrifying murder. Um, you just see that it, he appears to have bled out from a wound. Like a pretty large wound, but a wound um, in his back, um, or several. Oh, so we didn't even get to back. see it. Uh, well, I mean, do you want to examine would... the body? Or sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Give me a medicine would... roll. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna continue for the. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they can look. I'm more interested in the. We'll stone. say we'll say you do both of these things simultaneously. So you guys get the stones prepared, go through the rituals, and meanwhile you're kind of investigating what might have happened to uh, Ebenezer here. Medicine roll is a normal success. Okay. Um, I will so spend I'll... one point of luck to also have a success. <laughs> All right. So the two of you walk over and take a look at the body. Um, and you know, once you kind of, you, you can see that his, his clothing on his back is in, is in tatters. There's great big gashes kind of sliced down through the fabric. Um, and those mirror similar cuts on his back as well. Just horrific wounds that appear to have been caused by a sharp object of some kind. 
um, looks like you know, um, just some kind of... Like an of, object or a uh, um, beast-like claw? It does not... I mean, it's it's difficult to say that the, from the, the the cleanliness of the cuts, it suggests that maybe an object was used, like like a weapon, but it's kind of hard to tell. Gotcha. It doesn't look it doesn't look particularly feral, though. It does look like somebody was trying to kill him. Hmm. So, all right. So you guys have your stones. You've uncovered the body of uh, Ebenezer. Um, it's now, you know, you see the first faint traces of sunlight rising up over the horizon. You've now been awake for pretty much the entire night. Um, where do you want to head from here? Uh, um, could we investigate the boat some more? Um, theoretically, all of our stuff is somewhere in between here and where our rooms are supposed to be. Uh, yes. So you take a look at the boat, and it looks as though the hull of the boat has taken... It, it's it's hard to tell, you know, what, uh, what fate may exactly have befallen the boat, but it's now just kind of tangled and crashed along the rocks. You can see that there are great gashes that appear to have been hacked into the underside of the boat, and, like, water is just has poured in and it's basically completely sunk um, at this point. So it's like just kind of beneath the waves at this point. Were there any rowboats attached to it that might not be broken or any sort of, I'm kind of thinking about trying to get off the Island at some point. Um, Is there anything that, salvageable from the boat uh there's definitely you know a lot of the supplies that you guys would have brought with you you can see luggage kind of you 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 remember seeing luggage you know near ebenezer's body and kind of spilled across the docks and um there's also um like just floating in the water you see debris and a lot of your supplies and stuff like that floating uh, you don't see any other boats, though. Well, we might have to make a raft, guys. <laughs> True. I feel like we're either killing this thing or we're dying on this island. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you but want, but it's sunlight. Uh, go ahead, everybody. So give we may me. Not be okay. Every, at the, uh, I mean, actually, everybody, go ahead and give me an intelligence roll, real quick. We'll see if you or a knowledge roll. Essentially, I want to see what uh, comes up here. Success. I got a crit success. Okay. Well, Me too. As long um, as we have, yeah, so it sounds like you guys all at the sight of the boat, um, you know, immediately like panic kind of sits in, sets in and you begin wondering about a way off the island, but you do remember that uh, the Coast Guard, um, you, you, you remember on the way over Ebenezer was kind of talking about naval travel to and from the island and other visitors and stuff. And you, you guys collectively, you kind of all remember, oh, that's right. They said, you know, Coast Guard patrols by this area and comes by, you know, usually once a week to check in on the island. Um, so, you know, you may, you may be here for a while, but probably at some point within the next, you know, five days or so, um, there will probably be somebody coming by to check on the island. So there's 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 not really any way to radio out from the island. So communication and delivery of supplies is dependent on those 
um, either Ebenezer or the Coast Guard. Can we leave a note at the dock? <laughs> How's a uh, boat yeah. going to see a note? <laughs> if they stop, they can... They'll, if they stop here and and embark or disembark, they'll see. We'll the put note. Ebenezer's head on a stake <laughs> and be like, "Please help us." <laughs> that might not send the message you think it will. But they might send backups. <laughs> we get off the island some way. <laughs> it does sound like fun. I think we should do that. <laughs> Oh God! I'd like to roll persuasion to try to <laughs> persuade the other two to be on board. I will not uh, be persuaded by this. I will, yeah, I was gonna say that's. Yeah, I think. I Lissa, think there was a joke. Stand down. Put your clothes <laughs> you back see, on. Yeah, you see, Lissa, like <laughs> dang it, <laughs> making a move towards Ebenezer's body. <laughs> oh, I didn't say it was sex with it. I, wanted, I said I want to chop off his head. Oh god. <laughs> okay. So it's morning. You guys are armed with your mystical elder sign stones. Um you know that the Coast Guard is coming, but it may take a while. Where do you want to head from here? Are, we're, we're still at the beach, right? Yeah, you're down at the docks and by the beach. Uh I'd probably want to throw in a handful more stones to it so we can like round up the uh patients as best okay. as possible but uh i think for the sake of uh thoroughness we should investigate for our mysterious grad student okay yeah, makes sense about the only place we haven't explored mm-hmm. yeah so you know that and it's daytime we can see things coming I, I, I'm I'm in for exploring the island. Okay. So, uh, you begin the trek uh, up the steps leading back towards the sanatorium and the road around the island. Um, as you crest the top of the hill, though, you see that there's a man standing at the top of the steps. And in his hand, he holds a bloody axe. Um, mm, boy. And uh, yeah, so he's just uh, he's just standing up there, staring you down. And then he he slowly hey, we have some questions. begins <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> taking a step towards you, <laughs> brandishing the axe. I what do you guys um, do? skeptically pull the stone out and just kind of point it toward him. I th- I think you would be better off pulling out the revolver. Mm-hmm. How far away is he? Uh, he's he's like probably far enough to get five shots off. Yeah, hundred or two hundred feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, mean, I pulled the close, stone out in my left hand. Second. I pull the stone out in my left hand and the revolver in my right to see if the stone will work, and I'll fire if I have to. Okay. Um, he looks. We just at the made stone. these stones. We might as well try to use them. Yeah, he looks at the stone and the outheld hand, and you see his face kind of contorts in like rage and revulsion, as if his he's straining against his whole body 
to continue to move towards you, but he does so and raises the axe high above him, and you can see what is likely Ebenezer's blood dripping from the axe as he as he keeps walking, now picking up the pace. Everyone raise your stones! Yeah. <laughs> Put the stones together! Um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd pull my stone out too if it, if it seemed like it was doing something that maybe multiple might. Um, but in the same sense, I would also like to brandish my bloody knife as well, have it ready okay. in the other hand. All right. So you from you from your your sock, I guess, or something. You draw this <laughs> knife. <laughs> I, I, I kind of remember you saying something about. Um, anyway, you uh, so you pull out your your now probably dried and crusty bloodied knife and brandish it at him uh he's now you know he's just running towards you axe raised he doesn't really seem to be stopping now he's like getting you know he's charging down the steps at you want to just keep keep trying with the stones did lissa stone not do anything then uh no like he's kind of now he's so he's charging at the lot of you with your stones held high and he's now less than probably 15 feet away um okay wait, take- can i uh yeah can i can i can i turn to uh what's his nuts uh what or what uh what's 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 your name jerry iris <laughs> fuck i turn to iris and go anytime now <laughs> take take my first shot <laughs> all right so you take a shot uh so yeah roll d100 uh, compare that to your firearm skill, and uh, when uh, it comes to when it comes to firing weapons, there are a couple ways. Just I'll explain this real quick in Call of, Call of Cthulhu. There's a couple ways you can do it. You can fire a burst of three shots in a single round, um, but each shot takes one penalty die, meaning you would roll your firearm skill at disadvantage for each shot. Um, but that's one option, or you can take a single aimed shot. Um, so just a normal firearms. Okay. So, um, I failed 19 over. Can I just spend 19 luck? (laughs) (laughs) Well, hold, hold first, hold first. How many shots do you have? Uh, I know I have 50 rounds, but I forgot how much. I think it's a, a I think it's a six. Quick, it? Yeah, it's either five or six and a thirty-eight. I've got the. Does, does the gunshot itself do anything? Like him missing. So a would failed it scare him. Would it, oh, I failed the shot. The first shot. So like you you miss him. So you you still shoot. Like it's mm-hmm. not like you're gonna miss the trigger. <laughs> that, that's a critical does the, failure. Does the. Does the <laughs> Does the does the gun scare him? Does he like uh, still get startled? No, first is, shot. Anything? He is unflinching as your shot whizzes by his shoulder, wide of his shoulder, as he comes okay. charging in. Can I shot two? Can I try to psychology him <laughs> into thinking that he can he can pass the net or he can he can do the next shot? Like maybe give him like a slight advantage with his like tens die. Um, or, you know, his, his ones die saying like, Hey, come on, this is, you know, you can do this. Uh, yeah. You know what? I'll allow it. Yeah. You can make a pep talk (laughs) psychology role. We'll, uh, well, yeah, sure. Uh, That is a hard success. (laughs) Okay. So shot two, shot two is a 
another really bad failure, which was worse <laughs> than the first one. Your hand. <laughs> oh, because you don't uh, have Jared doesn't have handgun skills. I'm stormtroopering yeah. this. Yeah, I mean, are you... Um, so, did you want to do the... Are you trying to do the three shots in a single round, or are you saying this is a second No, I'm trying round? to do, like... Yeah, this is... Okay. Like so, he's, he's, shot, not getting, like, he's not getting ow. very close. Um, is there, at some point, a point-blank, like advantage here is <laughs> yeah yeah when you get to when you get to point blank range um for a weapon you do make it with advantage in fact actually actually when i think when they get to point right, blank try, try. you don't miss if i recall correctly but you're so you're getting pretty close to that um but he might be able so to swing off right. before you do if it's can i try on. shot three yeah Okay, so I got 35. Can I, I'm going to spend 15 points of luck. Can I do that? Uh, let me look at if you can spend luck on a firearms roll. Oh, that's a dumb rule. He's going to he's gonna curve the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it could be a lucky shot. Or like I shoot a tree branch and it ricocheted. <laughs> <laughs> Nicked him in the shin and he fell. I have an idea if it fails. Um, if this one, I can't spend luck, I'm probably just going to... I mean, my dodge is... Oh, it's half dex, so that would be a little bit easier. <laughs> if I fail this one, I'm just going to yell at you guys, Run! Somebody else take this gun who can shoot it. <laughs> I'm a doctor, not a soldier. <laughs> Does anyone have firearm skills? Nope, I've got fighting though. <laughs> I mean, I I've got fighting. I guess if it gets to that, we'll have to take his axe away from him. Uh, Give him the old fisticuffs. We'll let Lissa go in and try to do that first. I'll go. Sh- I'll, I'll brandish my my, my bosom at him. <laughs> See if it stuns him. I mean, Atticus has some Cthulhu mythos now. That surely gives him some <laughs> magical skills, right? <laughs> Okay. We could charm does, him and it, it, it does look like you can use yes, you can spend luck on combat rolls. Alright. So yeah, if you want so to say I'm down to fifty five luck and so I oh. succeeded on that third shot. Okay. So the third shot, uh so you you just want to take it right down to a level of success, right? Like basically to match your firearm Tied. skill. Yep. Okay. Um, so you do that, and so you're going to roll a 1d10 for your damage. 1d10, okay. So just the tens digit, basically, of that. Oh, I'm an idiot. Three. Okay. So the shot, uh, the shot grazes his shoulder, but it does hit him, uh, and it kind of, you know, he staggers a bit as the bullet just rips through his shoulder, um, but he does keep going uh, with his axe, and as he gets close to you, he's going to go ahead and take a swing. To who, at who? Um, at uh, Iris with the gun. Can I dodge? Uh, you can dodge. Um, so what is the nature that, of the swing? Is it an overhead swing? Is it a a side? 
you know, uh, the, uh, it's kind of a hay haymaker. Like he's just, you know, he's the kind of haymaker. Oh God, I've just been shot, but I'm gonna bury this axe in you. Kind of swing. That's that's what he's is doing. It, is it like a the tomahawk chop, or is it like like? What uh, direction is it coming straight up and down? It's diagonally, kind of like a diagonal. Horizontal? It's like a diagonal okay. upper right to lower left swing. He's right-handed. Um, so yeah, you're free to either dodge or fight back now that he's in close quarters combat. So I can do and, like a fighting brawl. Yeah, that's actually better than my half decks. So <laughs> let's fight this sucker <laughs> with the butt of my gun I oh I failed <laughs> wow <laughs> alright hang on I'm pulling up you can cut this part out too but I'm gonna have to pull up his statistics real quick oh great come on uh, he's got statistics he does look very sadistic yes <laughs> Guys, why am I always the first one to die in these things? <laughs> use, use your luck. You can't shoot. That's why. <laughs> yeah, because I. Next time we play this, I am building a character, and they're going to be like Rambo, stay-at-home <laughs> mother of four <laughs> children, and she has a hundred shooting, a hundred fighting. Okay, sixty-two. Okay, that's just what a regular success. A hundred in shooting. <laughs> And she has a hundred climbing for some reason. <laughs> Stay at home, mom, with the hundred shooting. Um, that's how she does the dishes. What parent has time to have a hundred in shooting? She forgot the mom part of the stay-at-home. <laughs> <laughs> Try to play it true to my character, and Ooh. it gets me killed. Okay, so you are going to take. <laughs> oh shit! No. Okay, so the axe just slams into your your like your chest. You're like trying to back away, but it does the the swing oh. catches you pretty good, and you're gonna take ten damage. Please tell I'm me that doesn't kill you. Okay. I have nine hit points. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay. Uh, so yeah, he like buries the axe in your chest, and uh, you, you like collapse onto the ground, bleeding, like trying to hit him like uselessly with the butt of your gun, and then he just pulls it Major out like wound. it's nothing. And uh, yeah, you're like bleeding <laughs> out on the ground. Okay, what's anybody else gonna do at this point? Well. I figured that I was probably kind of near him, you know, next to him, and yeah, I have my knife. And I mean, in theory, I would think that he's gonna take some time. You know, it's a big axe, and it's buried deep in my chest. So it's gonna take a while to pull out. And so I want <laughs> to try to stab him, like okay. from behind. All right. Well, he's not moving, and he's an easy target. Which would mean that I can advantage roll. Yeah, I would. I would give you probably advantage on that roll. Would it be um, just uh, fighting brawl? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I definitely need advantage. Yeah, 
and and he won't be able to he he won't really be able to make an opposed. Oh. Um. Roll for this this round. Well, I could spend luck <laughs> to get this roll, um, and I would have to uh, spend a decent amount of luck <laughs> to try to prevent us from dying. But you know what? I actually think I want to do it um, because I can. Um, let's see. How much luck would I need to spend? Um, is there, can I spend as much luck as I want in a roll? Uh, yeah, you can spend up to, I mean, all of your luck points on a roll if you want. Like if you really need, just keep in mind that'll make all subsequent luck rolls more difficult to make and you'll eventually run out of points. Um, I would think that 46 points to not die would make. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. I mean... I mean, that would use up your life's luck, essentially, to not die. <laughs> I want to do. For, for, I want. I want to do it. I want to do it. All right. I'm going to spend okay. 46 points. That's going to leave. That's going to leave me with, um, 13 points of luck. All right. And, uh, I just. I just want to see what happens. Okay. So for a um, knife. So one d8 damage. Yeah. I already have the stats for that. It's a one d one d. Yep. One d8 plus damage 1D8. bonus. Um, I don't have a damage bonus, so it's three. Um, all right, so you plunge the knife into his back. Um, it's a pretty brutal, brutal wound, but he does manage to kind of lurch away, and the knife pulls out with a sickening squelch, and he's wrenched his axe free of Jared's body, uh, or rather Iris's body, I should say. Um, she's now, you know, clutching at the wound and bleeding out onto the stone steps. What's anybody else going to do? Somebody pick up his uh, the 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 gun. Uh, Somebody pick up the gun. Well, I'm gonna use my fighting skill since you know I have that skill <laughs> and roll for it. Okay. And that is ooh, that's a hard success. Okay. I'll see if he can dodge. Him in the nuts. You'd have to have a hard success or greater to be able to do so, uh, which he cannot. He does not. So you just run over and deck the guy, stomp him in the nuts. Yeah, or stomp, <laughs> just stomp him in the nuts. All right, you aim a aim a kick at his groin, and uh, let's Take see him how in much. The dick. Uh, let's see, and then oh yeah, I think I think I had you write down what your basic brawl damage was character creation do you have that in uh it says 1d3 okay yeah unarmed is 1d3 uh i thought mine says 1d4 might be based on his strength and size as well yeah Uh oh Oh, okay so all right give Uh, me that 1d4 roll i rolled a four all right so he's taken uh, so, you know, you, you kick him right in the nuts, uh, and uh, he, <laughs> you know, he, he, like, grabs his groin and grunts, uh, and let's see, that's going to be, he's not taken. Okay. All right. 
and uh, but he's still you know he's still on his feet even though he's kind of swaying and bleeding now from two horrible wounds but he's got this bloody axe that he's still brandishing and that brings us to Dr. Forrester alright what are you going to do uh, I don't really have much of a fighting skill so I guess I will grab the gun yeah I'll try picking up the gun and uh, doing a burst fire alright Sounds good. In theory, he would be. In theory, he would be. Uh, um, in point blank range too, because the gun would be real close to them. Yeah, yeah. I'd say. I'd say just make your make your burst at normal. Um, normal shot penalty. Or not? Not sorry. I just mean at normal. Like no, no penalty dice on it for right. shot in your burst. Of the three, only one hits. Okay, so roll a 1d10. And that is uh, actually 10 damage. All right, so you rush over and you, Dr. Forrester grabs the gun from Iris's shaking hands and he lifts it up and pulls the trigger as fast as he can squeeze it. Three rounds, two of which whiz past the, the reeling... Uh, reeling what appears to be actually an asylum attendant. You see he is wearing a blood-spattered uniform. Uh, But the two shots whiz wide over his shoulder, but the final one connects square in his chest. Uh, And that last shot does indeed drop him to the ground as he gurgles and dies on the steps. Uh, Help me. (laughs) I I will try first aid to see if there's any chance of... uh helping iris here okay um real quick um we can either cut this out as well i'm gonna look up real quick just how the first aid works when somebody's bleeding out (laughs) um well while he's uh looking up an antidote can i hear anecdote and start telling a story (laughs) uh go for it Nice. Um, that is a crit success on story. So I go, I burst into this long tale of my previous adventures and things that I've done in my uh, undertaking days and try uh, to keep everyone calm. And Iris now accepts death. <laughs> <laughs> I did roll a success on first aid. Okay. If that is indeed the roll we are making. That is indeed, that is the, that, exactly. That's actually the one you would want to do. You would want to make a first aid roll to stabilize a bleeding out person, which um, you didn't really have much in terms of supplies, so at least I don't think so. Or wait, you did have your doctor bag and all that medicine. Yeah, I'd have my doctor bag. Yeah, yeah, I probably should have had you roll for, and you guys even specifically said you were stocking up on all kinds of medicine. Um, so honestly, I should have had you make that with advantage, but you made it anyway. Um, but we'll say, yeah, it's it's definitely successful with all of your equipment and your prior training. You are able to stabilize Iris. Uh, it takes some time, but you get the you know you get the the, the bleeding gash you know, to kind of 
stop a bit. And in fact, you, you know, maybe you're even able to kind of suture the wound shut with the supplies in your, your doctor's bag. Um, and, uh, it does look like for now she's, you know, unconscious, but, uh, may, may live. All right. So that leaves you with one dead, uh, insane guy with an ax who appears to be a hospital employee or a silent sanatorium employee. You still have your mystical stones said to defend against monsters. And uh, it's now now early morning on day two. So what are you guys going to do from here? Can I go Harry Potter uh, and the Sorcerer's Stone, the uh, out my stone to the dead attendant? I want to, like, put it on his face and see what happens. Uh, okay. Um, you put the stone on his body, and though it doesn't last long at all, there is perhaps a slight wisp of smoke and sizzling that you hear as you do hold the stone to his body. But it seems to it it ends almost as quickly as it began, and it's uh it's barely even perceptible. And before long, is there any body scorch marks or anything? Cold. Uh no, you don't see anything like that. Okay. This body gro- goes cold. Um, you see no indication that the stone is having any effect whatsoever. Huh. Great. Well, I believe we found our murderer. <laughs> One of them. Yeah, the only murder that we can. Ad- say that he has done is the Scrooge. <laughs> yep. Poor old Ebenezer. Cut down past his prime. But still <laughs> cut down. Get out. <laughs> uh, I guess we should like search his pockets if he has anything yes, we worthwhile. Okay. Um, other than the fact that, uh, the guy was just, yeah, clearly wearing days worth of blood spattered, like, just, you know, he's just coated in what appears to be multiple hues of, of crimson, uh, on his hospital whites. He's, uh, he's not carrying anything else of value on him. Um, I'd like to pick up the axe and thrust it at, um... Atticus. (laughs) Atticus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why are you thrusting it at me? To force you into um, taking it with you. Oh, you could have just handed it to me. <laughs> no, I want it to be forceful. And like, like, just kind of wow. here. <laughs> this is uh, yeah. This is this is now yours. Okay. Can I can I wipe it off a little bit? I don't care what you do with it, as long as you keep it with you. Okay, well, now and I have a shiny new axe. Uh, we need to get Iris here to shelter somehow. <laughs> yeah. And we still need to check for the grad student. But if uh, what the princess said is true, 
we should have the day to be relatively safe. But I don't know where the monster would have gone. Uh, I mean, it's an island, so they might have gone to like a cave or back inside. The only place that I could really think of to lay Iris would be in maybe one of the beds in the basement. Um, it doesn't really seem like any of the patients are being targeted. And so if we put her in one of the patient rooms, probably would be pretty a, a pretty safe bet. We can give it a shot at least. Would be my thought. Let's go for it. If we're not going to cart her around. <laughs> yeah, how, so are you guys going to... Incidentally, how are you going to get her moved out of there? It's going to have to carry her back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, Atticus and I can... Unless it seems as though there's somewhere we can drag her to nearby that might... I don't know, under a tree or something that just might seem some sort of <laughs> safe and out of the way? I don't know. Um, About the only place, you know, it's kind of cold and exposed here on the beach. I mean, again, remember, it's kind of the middle of fall, so it's pretty chilly. There's no trees or anything that you see uh, on the coast. It's just a, a rocky cliff basically leading down to the sand on the beach. Um. And yeah, then there's the dock. There, I guess. Well, actually, there is a there, there is a dock house. Actually, well, so how is this gonna work? Like, is 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 she gonna wake up and have any hit points at all? Yeah. So, like, she, how long do we think? Yeah. So, first aid stabilizes her with one hit point. Um, you'll have to make uh, medicine checks once per week. Or she'll slip back into a state of dying. Um, so you basically, once per week, you have to administer successful medicine checks for her to actually regain hit points and be back on. What can the we end. do the first one now? Um, you basically you won't really be. Uh, hang on, let me. I'll have to look this up too. Exactly. How you guys can just let me die if you like. <laughs> I, I mean, mean no, I will the, not let all the medicine and stuff in, in it. I mean, we're at a hospital for practically for God's sake. We could suture her up as a doctor. I would not let them just sit here and die of exposure after <laughs> sewing their chest back together. Yeah, I mean, and, and either way, you won't be really in danger of dying tonight. Shoot her with morphine. <laughs> Although I am being serious, shoot her with morphine. <laughs> if well, she doesn't feel the pain, she can walk with us. <laughs> he just said like it, it would take a couple weeks for her to even be standing again. I'm morphine! Un- <laughs> I'm unconscious. Well, let's just slit her throat and leave her. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor says no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, okay, Persuasion roll. Let's go. Let's go. Let's just carry her back into the empty room that we saw in. Yeah. The. So. Like I would, I would leave her with like Blanche or the uh, princess. Not. I don't know how I feel about the others yet. Definitely not a. Mister Hawkins or whoever Mm -hmm. was the guy that tried to. The the poet or whatever. 
Not the poet. What if we leave her next to yeah. one of the dead bodies and make it look like she's also dead? Okay. So <laughs> you will. Okay. So here's here's how this would work. Um, you'll get regained consciousness relatively quickly. So like within you know within the hour, um, you'll just you'll come to and realize how badly wounded you've been, but that you're not. You know you're healed. You're obviously you're not really gonna want to move around with a giant axe wound in you at least too badly but you know you'd be able to probably get back up on your feet if you really needed to um all right shot of morphine and she can go lay lay in bed yeah i mean within yeah i mean you would still be able to stay conscious and with the others you would just obviously you'd only have one hit point and there's not a very good way of getting health back in call of cthulhu like because basically any wounds that you sustain that are that serious are intended to be kind of like holy shit like anything else and i'm you know could very easily die so you'll drag me along from a brain Uh, I did roll a 37 for medicine check if I can administer morphine. Yes. Which would be a success. Let's see what that does. All right. Uh, So, yeah, you've probably got some medical supplies in your bag that you're able to use to administer that uh, medicine check. Um, So, yeah, you were successful on that. And so, Jared, go ahead and give me a D3 roll, and we'll see how much health you recover from that. I got a five, so is that three? Uh, yes, so that would be three. Um, okay, Woo! so you recover three health from that, the one from originally being stabilized with first aid. So you're back to, you know, you're conscious and alert now. You've sustained a pretty bad hit, um, and you guys, maybe you, you relax for a little bit, get your bearings at the, at the dock house, um, and maybe a couple hours have passed, so it's now mid-morning, afternoon. Um, and yeah, Jared, you're, you're back on your, your feet, uh, pretty bad wound, but you'd be able to kind of keep, keep adventuring here. So where do you guys want to head um, next? I'm leaving such a bad Yelp review for this place. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10 do not recommend. Hey, it was, it was I, for the wealthy. You just didn't have enough money, you know, to avoid the ax murders. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's quite the surcharge that <laughs> hotels have started to implement lately. <laughs> Got to read through that DLC before you hit confirm. Yeah, uh, being a responsible doctor that I am, I do believe we need to check on the well-being of the supposed grad student. Okay, sounds good. All right. So you guys uh, start heading back towards the sanatorium, and you come across the road that is leading uh, off around the island, and you know that if you head to the north, that'll take you towards, like, basically the north side, the northwest side of the island is where um, Dr. Brewer's letter letter said the grad student would be located. So you guys want to head off in that direction? Yes. Let's do it. All right, so you're walking around the island, uh, Iris uh, kind of, you know, gingerly holding her shoulder and chest as she moves and the bandages, <laughs> and you know, you're kind of limping along. But uh, eventually, the first structure that you come across is uh, there's, there's actually an old kind of abandoned-looking uh, lighthouse. It doesn't look like 
it's currently on. Um, you see that the light isn't running or you don't see any movement. Um, but that's the first first thing that you see is you it's probably about half a mile down the road. I feel like if he's has any kind of place to stay, that would probably be it. Yeah, maybe he's the lighthouse watcher person too. And maybe there's a good place to stay there since we don't really have our own rooms. Uh, and we could turn the light on and that might be helpful. Yeah, especially if the uh, Coast Guard people are looking for us. Right. At the very least, we can set it on fire and then they'll definitely come. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So you guys want to go up and check out the lighthouse? Sure. Okay. Um, so there's a doorway on the ground uh, ground floor. Um, basically, it's one of the traditional kind of, you know, the picturesque lighthouses that you see in like Rhode Island pictures and things like that. But uh, just a, a single tall white tower. Um, and uh, anyway, you go ahead and go in through the door on the ground level. Um, you notice, interestingly enough, that, you know, you, you look around for any lights or anything like that. And because this is maybe this is because it's an older structure or you're just not seeing anything, but there doesn't appear to be any functional lighting, um, in the, like, you don't, you don't see any working switches or anything to turn any lights on. So you basically just have sign kind of, it's, it's pretty dark and, and, and dim in there, but uh, you can see that there is a, a second floor to the lighthouse. Basically, there's a small kind of residential uh, area on the ground floor, and then a sh short set of spiral stairs leading up towards the second level of the lighthouse. Mm, that doesn't give me a good feeling. <laughs> uh, can we announce our presence somehow? Like, if. Like, it's basically like noon, right? Yeah, it's kind of like the middle of the day, and there's enough light filtering in that you can see that, um, yeah, the, the area looks like it's in pretty good condition um, for the most part. Does it look lived in? Um, like, does it look like someone is currently living there? No, it doesn't necessarily look like there's somebody that would be living there or really staying there currently. You don't see don't really see too much evidence of uh, the grad student. Well, let's, uh, let's go up. Okay. Sure. Um, so you guys walk up the set of spiral staircases, or the spiral staircase, and you um, you get to the, the trap door that presumably leads up to the top if you were interested in restarting the light or anything like that. And um, the door, you push on the door, a little bit um and it it kind of gives a little bit um and then and then slams slams back shut so it doesn't necessarily feel as though it's locked necessarily um and you could probably you know maybe there's just some he something heavy sitting on the top of it you could probably push it out of the way and get it open it's probably a dead body <laughs> yeah knowing our luck or not a dead body, and but it's going to be, it's about to be four. <laughs> <laughs> I guess push on it more. 
Oh, I, I can use the axe to break down the door, can I? Well, yep. maybe we don't want to break it down. Oh. But it would be a good way to knock. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We we could knock, I guess. Okay, well let's knock. Okay. Uh so you 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 know, rap on the wood and uh you don't hear any sound. Nothing nothing really uh responds, nothing no one calls out, lets you know. Break right, let's, it let's, down. let's let's push it harder to try and open it all the way. I am not a strong person. Someone else kiss. Put your shoulder into it. <laughs> I mean, in the two strong men can do it. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me strength. Well, how do I want to do this? Uh, let's see. Yeah, give me. What? Uh, what are your strength values? Mine's uh, an eighty, but I am hurt. <laughs> uh, mine is a sixty-five. Mine's 45. Yeah, all of my muscle is in my bosom. I have a 25. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you let the strong one get injured? Really, we should have let Chesty McGee take the hit. He had some pattern. Ah, okay. <laughs> Check your pronouns, sir. <laughs> she. She had padding. <laughs> Okay. Did somebody say they had uh, what were your strength values again? Um, injured Iris has 80. I've got 65. Ad- oh. or, uh, Clayton has 45. Alright. So Atticus, yeah, go ahead and give me give me a strength check so roll against your strength value. Uh, I rolled a 14. So. Alright, that's going to do it. So Atticus puts his shoulder into it, and uh, you know, you're know you on the stairs, so it's a little hard to get a good grip, but you do manage to kind of push up, and you heft the trap door open. Now, Hulk smash. unfortunately, as the door gives way, you catch in the, the flickering light coming in through the doorway below, you see kind of a flash of iridescence. And then suddenly this colorful, like kind of picture, like, you know, you know how like oil uh, in sunlight or like a puddle mm. of oil may kind of have that shimmering iridescence to it. You see out of the corner yes. of your eye, a flash of that pearlescent color. And you see a surging mass of kind of this clear, translucent material just start flying towards you from out of the trap door. Um, Go ahead, and uh, if if you'd like, you can try and dodge, just get out of the way. Uh, That's about really your only option at this point. It's barreling down almost as fast as your eye can even see. So... Ooh, <laughs> I yep. rolled a twenty-nine, so I think I get out of the way. <laughs> All right, so you you at the last possible second, uh, you throw yourself. I mean, the only direction you can go is just off the staircase. You can't really you can't really try and uh, hardly get back fast enough. You can tell it's going to hit you if you just drop back. So you can really just dive off the staircase. Uh, do you want to try and jump or are you just getting out of the way? <laughs> Ooh, which is better for my future? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
not we'll say, ringing in your head, whatever. You yeah, do. I was gonna say we can we can say you're trying to like in the last possible second you try and get your composure and make a jump. So go ahead and uh, go ahead and give me a, a jump roll, which I think let's see is that there's a jump 20. category. Yeah. Oh, is 20. there a jump? Okay. All right. So yeah, go ahead and give me a jump roll real quick. We'll see if okay. we'll see if Atticus can land on his feet. <laughs> um. <coughs> well, I rolled a 33, but I'm going to spend 13 points of luck so I can survive. All right. Um, you so you, yeah, you, you dive off, Atticus dives off of the staircase and you're, you, you hear, a, you know, a pop maybe as you land hard on the ground below and you kind of roll and tumble across the floor. Um, go ahead and take 1d6 worth of damage. Oh, a three. I'm so hurt. um and uh although atticus is is for the most part unharmed you now find yourself in a lighthouse with some crazy uh semi-transparent ooze that is rapidly filling the space beneath the trapdoor it's spilling down the staircase and out into the lighthouse um so what are you guys gonna do from here? Can uh, I brandish out. yep, brandish my rock? Okay. Um so you run up and you hold the rock forwards towards it, and uh as you do so, you see kind of a flicker of, of light, like a pulsating neon red flash through this bubblish goopy appendage that's kind of spilling out into the room and then it recoils you hear this kind of you can't tell if it's audible or not but just kind of this unearthly wail uh in your mind as it like retreats from the elder sign that you're holding out in front of you um and you hear it kind of like basically it it slurps and sucks and contracts back up into the trap door <laughs> and you hear it kind of like you hear the crumbling of fun. stone and this crashing sound as it sort of pours out you can tell it's kind of pouring out onto the side of the lighthouse um so you guys can kind of can kind of rush outside and you see it's now moved down onto the rocky rocky uh kind of coast um surrounding the lighthouse um and you see this this massive creature just reeling up getting larger and larger like a wave against the sky uh join with more rocks <laughs> yeah more it rocks hates, is always it, better it the sea it it hates the sea so we should push it toward the sea to see if something happens if it hits the water oh yeah okay. that's a good point so like we should doc- surround it and try to push it away toward the water. How big right. is this thing outside? Uh, pretty it massive. Is the yeah, it's it's okay. not it's not quite that large, but it definitely it stretches up to like kind of the midpoint of the lighthouse. So you know we're talking like 20, 25, 30 feet tall, probably. Like, and it's just this amorphous, like amoeba-like blob thing. It's kind of got, like, again, you see sort of what looks like this eerie vascular structure of light within it. Um, And you can see how, like, the ground kind of sizzles as it, like, plops and and expands across the ground. 
Um, did we end it's up making? Still... Did did we agree that we ended up making multiple of these each? Like one one each. Yeah. We only so... made one each. We didn't yeah. make any more. Yeah. We grabbed uh, a bunch think... more rocks though, right? We didn't make any more. I was we didn't say, make I thought... any more because. I thought Nick I th- or yeah, Forrester. I was say, I thought we thought... agreed to make a couple and then take more to take mm-hmm. to the residents. Yes, that was what we decided well, to do. Yeah. Well, then I want to take one of my extras and actually throw it at it and try and hit it. With it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you see it like it it does its its best possible job to kind of just peel away and spread out of the way of the stone as it goes hurling towards it. Um, it's so large that I won't even have you make a throw check because, you know, it's like a, 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 the broad side of a barn and for the sake of argument, we'll say you can hit it. <laughs> um, and so it just, the, the rock whizzes past. As it collides with its body, you see kind of this this dark, acrid smoke like curling off of it as the, the elder sign infused stone just like like bounces off of it and you again you hear this this piercing shriek within your minds and uh it just kind of like recoils and and starts moving further and further away from you as you pelt it well i want to i want to follow it yeah you know push it into the sea yeah in theory there might be the the lighthouse is probably on a cliff we we i want to I want to push it toward maybe the cliff and see what happens when we start surrounding it against okay. the cliff. <laughs> with with grim resolve in her eyes, Lissa just keeps marching forwards with stone outstretched, and like you know, by now you're just yeah, you're just kind of forcing it inch by inch further and further back, and like are the rest of you kind of joining around in a semicircle, like pushing this thing yes. towards the cliff edge. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. She's wanted to. She's wanted to kill something all, all night. <laughs> <laughs> all right. With one final shove, you guys get it to the edge of the cliff, and you can almost, you know, it's hard to call this thing really like any uh, any animal you've ever seen. But you know, if ever there were a cornered cornered creature, you this would be it. Like you just, you can almost see its p- pain and fears, and just it can't stay abide the presence of stones uh and with one last kind of final shuddering wail it it just flips and folds back in on itself and spills like crashing water onto the rocks and in the ocean below um and as it does so you just you see this blinding pattern of lights um running through its luminous vascular system like there's just there's smoke and and it's almost you can see that iridescent goo kind of melting as it comes into contact with the salty water it begins to dissolve kind of kind of like a you know it looks a lot like a jellyfish that's been you know washed up onto a beach but it it looks like that in in the water Um, and, and then almost as quickly as it began the horror dissipates and you see creature just splits and washes out into nothingness. And with that, you have defeated the horror of the lighthouse. And perhaps more madness awaits in the sanatorium. But, at least for now, you have you have confounded a horror of from another world. Yeah, yes. I don't I don't get it. You mean 
Alyssa Suzuki hasn't died. <laughs> of all of the the characters you could have had, uh, yeah, she's managed to survive. <laughs> Shock and awe. It sounds like we're not done, though. It's actually kind of funny to think that uh, this thing, all this thing did was just act like a liquid. Like, it didn't do, it literally, we have no proof, no evidence that it actually did anything wrong. And we're just like, no, we're just going to kill you. We're going to push you off a cliff. <laughs> well, well, the, you the, 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 the... presumably it attacked Atticus. Well, well presumably, yeah. or it's trying to escape. Yeah, I, I mean, it's maybe also someone clear... had to hold it up into the lighthouse. You know, from from the conversations that you had uh, about the creation of the stones themselves and the creatures that that would have attacked uh, Princess Anephis and her people, you know, you kind of gathered that this is this is similar if not in appearance but kind of just otherworldly description to the things that she would have would have been fighting um it was hard to kind of tell exactly what she the horrors of what she was communicating to you but yeah this is this is certainly uh clearly the stones have worked in the ways that she she indicated that they would for you you know, perhaps there's. It's good if there's a little mystery left in the world as to what uh, what exactly befalls. You know, written record indicates. You know, things were covered up. You know, there's reports dating back to the 20s and 30s of uh, experiments gone awry and hor- a horrible string of murders at the hands of a an insane attendant. The papers describe them as you know gruesome and ritualistic, but uh, only. Only a few people in the world actually know what happened on that island, and that would have been you guys. So uh, when the Coast Guard found you several days later, maybe uh, maybe they just thought that you'd always been patients in the asylum yourselves. So. <laughs> Exit music. <laughs> but, yeah. Happy Halloween! Yay!